And it's, a, it's a painful decision. Like, what's machriya? By the way, this is in halacha as well. You know this halacha, ladies. If you're semi-amida and you get to kadusha, what do you do? The symbols on kadusha, and you're semi-amida. You definitely stop. There's an educational message there, right? There was something. They have to go aside, you know, at a painful, painful cost. If we talk in the context of where we've just been, I don't have to talk about the most extremists we spoke about on Yom Hazikaron. But I don't think any of you really can appreciate what it is for a, for a person to go in the army for three years at the age of 18. It, it's massive. It's massive to, to stop what you're doing. And there's certain motivation, but it, it's massive. It's a massive sacrifice, you know, to stop everything, to walk into that world, which is a totally, every time I came back from Middle Wim, it took me a few, a few hours just to re realign myself with it. It's a different reality. The army is a different world. It's just a different world. It's a massive corner. As is Shemu Lumi. These are things that we never grew up with, right? We, we, we finish it. We've got a coffee. That's it. We just move on. And, and, and then that's another question. When the two clash, so what takes precedent? It's a different question. That's the first thing I wanted to talk about. The second thing is, if you ever come to Al Shavuot, by the way, and if you come between Pesach and Shavuot, you will notice, I, you wouldn't have noticed if you haven't seen it before, but you would notice that the parochet on the Aron Kodesh, we have a parochet for Chagim. We don't change it between Pesach and Shavuot. We keep it. We keep Pesach and Shavuot because it's one Chag. That's how I feel. I feel that I'm in one Chag, which has only been, by the way, why shouldn't I mention something fanatically Zionist if I'm already standing here? If Pesach is a physical celebration of leaving Egypt and Shavuot is a spiritual celebration, so we have Yom Ha'atzma'ut and we have Yom Yerushalayim. Yom Ha'atzma'ut is right next to Pesach. It's about really the liberation of the Jewish people. And Yom Yushalayim is about the, the token, it's about the content, it's Yushalayim, it's all about Yushalayim. And they're mamas there together. It's incredible how they're there together, right? Yom Aswat, Yom Yushalayim, you have to have both. You can't have the spiritual freedom if you're oppressed. You can't. You can't be a, a free-thinking and, and serving God person if someone's smacking you all the time. You can't do it, you just have to survive. You need, you need both. The second point is as follows, ladies. There is in the Pasuk, I'll, I'll tell you that the Himot Shalom outside, this is a common theme in Chassidu. There is a question asked about these Pesukim. And, and it's a question that led to certain discussions as well, philosophical discussions. The Pasuk says, Usfatim lachem mimachorat ha-Shabbat. Since when was Pesach called Shabbat? Sfirat Omestas, the second day of Pesach. So Machorata Shabbat is the morrow of Shabbat, the day after Shabbat. Why is Pesach called Shabbat? And of course, this led, this led to, I don't know whether you've learned this yet, this led to a massive machoket with the Sadducees who said that it means that you don't count the Omer to the Sunday, the first Sunday, the first day after Sunday after Shabbat in Pesach. Well, that's not Torah Shabbat, Torah Shabbat, Pesach is called Shabbat. What does that mean? There are two concepts, uh, and, and to many of you, I've spoken about this a long time ago in Lupachova, in a forest in, in Poland. Um, but let me let me share it with you all now. There are two notions in 
in religious development, and, and they come up in Hasidut. One is called Itaruta de la Ela, and one is called Itaruta de la Tata. Itaruta de la Ela is an awakening that comes from heaven, and Itaruta de la Tata is an awakening that comes from below. Meaning it, it, it's man-initiated. Let me give you an example. Shabbat is inherently holy. It comes from heaven. What does that mean in our terms? It means that it doesn't matter whether you light candles, and it doesn't matter whether you say Kabbalah Shabbat. Shabbat is going to happen on Friday night. It doesn't matter what you do. It's got nothing to do with the Jewish people. Shabbat, well, it's got to do with the Jewish people. Right? But, but it's going to happen. Shabbat will happen irrespective of what we do. It's, it's holy, inherently holy. It comes from God. Chagim is Tata. Meaning we fix the dates. And if we don't fix the dates, there can't be a Chag. And this is reflected in the Brachot. On Shabbat you say... Mekadesh HaShabbat. God sanctifies the Shabbat. On Chak you say, Mekadesh Yisrael Bahazmani. We make the Chag. And that's why, even though a Chag is very special, it never holds the same Kedusha as Shabbos, because that's a pure Kedusha. The, in, in, in respect to Poland, the way, what I spoke about in Poland was... Israel is holy, it will always be holy, it doesn't matter whether we're here or we're not here. There are certain places in Poland that are holy because Jews sanctify them with their death. It comes from there. Now take yourselves back to the Midrashim that you know very, very well. Midrashim that tell us that Am Yisrael were on the lowest level of impurity, Erev Yitzhak Yisrael. You've heard that before, correct? You've all heard that before. And this means what? That we were meant to be in Mitzrayim for 400 years, but we were in such a dire position, God moved the clock forward and he took us out early. Because had we been left in Egypt any further, we would never have come out. We would have just disappeared off the face of the earth. So God, so to speak, intervened and brought us out of Egypt. That is why Rabbi Hirsch says we eat matzah on Pesach. Rabbi Hirsch, in a very interesting comment, says that if matzah was the, the bread that slaves ate in Egypt, why would we celebrate Pesach by eating what we ate as slaves? And Rabbi Hirsch points out, it's not everyone agrees with his thesis, but Rabbi Hirsch points out and says that we eat the bread that we ate there to remind us that we didn't come out on our own zechuyot, we were taken out of Egypt. We were taken as slaves out. We were schlepped out of Egypt. We were passive. God brought us out of Egypt. And therefore, the first day of Pesach is called Shabbat because we simply weren't involved. God took us out of Egypt. God schlepped us out of Egypt. In fact, if you have the patience, I had an idea a number of years ago which uh, my wife didn't like so much. But you see, the Gemara says that the Gemara says that, that for six months before we came out of Egypt, we weren't slaves anymore. Slavery stopped. It's a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. It says slavery stopped six months before we left Egypt. Now, this is really interesting. Now, think about it in your terms, okay? 
when we were slaves in Egypt, we were being oppressed. So Moshe said, I'm going to come and take you out. He said, go, let's go for it. We, look, nothing here. They're killing us here. Let's get out of here. But you understand, if the Gomorrah is correct, and we weren't slaves for six months, by the time Pesach arrived, there's another option. Let's just stay here. Let's just stay here. I mean, we're not slaves anymore. So who wants to walk into the wilderness to go to somewhere we don't even know what it is? Let's just stay here. And you know what? And that Siv says as follows. There's a, there's a Midrash that says, Biyad Chazaka of is like a bird being held captive by someone in the hand. He says, the first thing you have to do is release the hand. The second thing you have to do is get the bird to fly. Maybe the bird doesn't want to fly. If the bird doesn't want to fly, you're going to stay there. It suddenly came to me, I think it's a chidush, but again, my wife wasn't so excited by it, but I, I, the, the, the dafka, we're not running out of the gates of Sobibor. That wasn't the reality here. That, that wasn't what happened. We've been free for six months. We've been in Egypt as free people for six months, and suddenly there's another option, which I can live here. I could be an Egyptian. We didn't want to leave. They slept us out of Egypt. God slept us out of Egypt. God and Moses slept us out of Egypt. So he forced us out of Egypt. It's a Shabbat. That's why the first day of Pesach is called Shabbat. Because the Kedusha comes from God. God took us out of Egypt. We weren't worthy of it. We didn't deserve it. God took us out of Egypt. What happens the next day? Once God takes us out of Egypt, he puts us apart and says, now do it yourself. Now you have 49 days to do it yourself. Get yourself out of Egypt. Egypt is mentioned 50 times in the Torah. 50 times we have to come out of Egypt. What do we have here? We have a model which repeats itself, and I'm going to show you where it repeats itself. Meaning what? The first day of Pesach, God takes us out of Egypt. We don't deserve it. We're not ready. Then once he's taken, taken us out, he says, now do it yourselves. You have 49 days to do it yourselves. You've got to do it yourselves. And Shavuot, you get in your own Zuchuyot, not, 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 not because I give it, because you are there. I want to give you two other examples, and you know both examples, but it's going to show you a, a pattern that repeats itself in the Torah and in Jewish thought. We all know, we can't all quote the source, but we have heard that a baby in his mother's womb knows all of the Torah. You've heard that before, right? And as the baby comes out, the, uh, the angel touches him here. If you're Kirk Douglas, he touches you here as well. He must have known a lot of Torah. He did twice as well. There uh, and you forget everything. I was with a Rebbe, a very important Rebbe, on one occasion, and he told me I never checked it up. He told me that there was once a kid who didn't forget all of the Torah, he didn't have this, and he didn't forget all of the Torah, and they had to try and make him forget it. Well, he told me this story, but they were like, he didn't tell me where the kid was. He said it was a believable Rebbe, and he told me this story. What, what is the Midrash? You're in your mother's womb, you know all of Torah, and you forget it the minute you leave. What's the Midrash saying? You're going to say, I've given it to you. Now get it yourself. But you know it's there. You know it's there because you had it once. I'll give you another example. You've heard about the Midrash, this I'm sure you've heard of, how your Bashet was 40 days after you were conceived, your Bashet was announced in heaven. You heard that before? Right? Your, your shidduch was announced in heaven. I have an authority that he doesn't play frisbee, okay? Uh, but he was announced in heaven, right? The, 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 
that 40 days of your consent, he was announced in heaven. Same thing. So, so you have a predestined chassan. You've got to find it. And then you've got to make it work. It, it's, it's just a, a, a theme that keeps coming back. It's there. But you've got to, you've got to do it. So you know it's that you came, God brought us out on Pesach, we had Hashra, we say a four, we don't even say, ladies, you know that half Halel is no Halel, you understand that, right? That when, when, when the Minhag is to say half Halel, it's a Minhag, right? That's why if, you, if you're Sephardi, you know they don't make a bracha on half Halel. You don't make a bracha, it's a Minhag. So if you go to a Sephardi shul on Pesach, they didn't make a bracha after the, from the second day onwards, so they don't make a bracha. Anyway, so they don't make a bracha on the second, on Rosh Chodesh, they don't make a bracha, it's a Minhag. Minhag means it's a Minhag, but it's not a halach. Okay, that's what we do. So really, on Pesach, you're actually home on the first day, because that's the only day we're celebrating. God brought us out. Now we're going back to the beginning and starting all over again. On your own. You've got to do it on your own. But what has God given us? He's given us a point of reference that we know it's there. And it's same with the Torah. So we knew all the Torah my mother's womb. And now I don't remember a thing from my mother. I don't remember a thing. I don't remember being dizzy. I don't remember the doctor with his... With his, uh, with his uh, stethoscope on my mum's tummy. I don't remember a thing. I don't remember what I did in my mum's room at all. But apparently I knew all of the Torah. So I knew it once. So I could know it again. If you've been somewhere, you can go back. If you've never been there, you don't believe you can. And it's the same thing with the Shidduch, right? It was, it was proclaimed in heaven. You don't know who they are. You've got to go find them. But they're there. They are there. You've got to do it. That's our rule of thumb here. We have to do it. I've often spoken, and we're not near enough for me to make a, a, a fuss about it. People, I had this experience once in Australia. In Melbourne, in fact. I'm going back in a few weeks. I'm starting packing. Yeah, yeah. I'm going back. I go every five, every four. And I was walking with a student in Melbourne. It was a Shabbos we were with. It was a nice day. We were walking, and we were walking to a, a, an alumni lunch. And the, and the student says to me as follows. She says, Ramos, I've got bad news for you. You're going to be very upset with me. So I said to her, God, what is it? She said, well, I'm not making Aliyah. In Australia, it's a long way, right? So I said, okay, what do they like? I don't like run away and say, get away from me. Even. <laughs> 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 yeah, whatever happens, you know, that we have a lot of that. Most of our alumni live in concerts, right? So, so, so uh, and, and I don't, whatever, everyone knows what they have to do. It was the next sentence, and she didn't even realize the next sentence was going to upset me. The next sentence she said was like this She said, and anyway, what we did all those years ago, uh, it wasn't real. And then I, I was so upset. There is nothing more real than what you're doing. There is nothing more real. You will go to different stations in your life where it won't be the same. And you might regress, you might, you might go forward, you might go backwards. And you won't necessarily be able to keep the same standards you've kept. And, and sometimes we apologize and say, well, it wasn't true anyway. It's not true, it, it's totally true. On the contrary. You're in isolation. You're, you're in a place where you're learning to ride the holy place of earth. You've got no real disturbances unless you make them for yourselves. It's totally true. 
it's also true that, that, that it's going to be very hard in your life to, to done your year the way you should, to, to get to the same places. I've never done them since, in the same way I've done Dini Shiva, never. Shiva Shana Adam. Never done it like that again. But ladies, this is so important. If you've been there, you know you can go back. If you've had the experience, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be a Friday night at the Potter. It could be you still to have it, the Yom Yushalayim, marvelous day. It could be Shavuot morning. It could be Lejansk. It could be Rashems and Rabbi Yonatani. If you've been there, one thing you know for sure is that you can go there again. And sometimes we lose our direction and sometimes we lose focus. But you never give up because you've been there and you know it's there. This year is that. But what I try to explain to this girl, so what is this year? It's a point of reference for the rest of your life. It's a point of reference, and it's a critical point. It should never become a photo album. It's a point of reference. When, when you feel that you can't connect to God, you remember that time you were at the cotton. And, and when you feel that, you, that, that dubbing doesn't make sense, and that dubbing, you, you remember different things in different places. You've been there. And if you've been there, you can have the faith that you can go back. If you've never been somewhere, you don't even know that it exists. But, but I, I've been to so many places in my life. What reassures me on the downs is that I know that, that, that I can go back. That I know it's there. You know, I know it's there. And if I know it's there, I, it, it gives me the, the strength to... To look, and, and sometimes we get gifts and they're taken away, and, and because that's why we're in this world. We're not. It's not a holiday. God brought us this world to do things, and this world's about achieving. It's about doing. It's about working. So He brought us out of Egypt, but then He takes us back to the beginning. Now, now do it on your own. Now, you, if you think I'm going to take you to Har Sinai and, and you're just going to get the Torah, that's it. Forget it. If you think you're going to be born with the Torah in your mouth and you're not going to have to, forget it. It's there, but you have to go get it. And if you choose not to go get it, it's our loss, it's our problem. And I so believe that that's what we're doing. If, if it's empty end, you're at the bit still. We call it the beginning if you're shut up bed. This, this year, what is so critical about this year is that you can refer to this forever. And it's not, not true. On the contrary, you're not, you're, not, you're not bugged by finals and by deadlines. You have time to think and to experience and to sit. And, 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 and thrash out issues of God with Ramadan. When are you going to do that? When are you going to try to do it? That's not real. What, is, is real shopping at Bloomingdale's? Is that real? Some people might, of course it's real. And, and just because at some time in the future you might not be in the same place doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I'll tell you one other story which I, I think is very funny. I don't think she thought it was so funny. Very bad luck. I'm walking in Manhattan. A lot of people in Manhattan, right? Rabbi Feinstein says Manhattan is a Rashut Rabin. It's the only Rashut Rabin in the world, right? So many people walking up and down. I'm walking in Manhattan, and the students walking towards me with tight jeans and a long line. Now, isn't that bad luck? There are 500,000 people walking through Manhattan on any given day, and this girl's wearing tight jeans, and she bumps into her Rosh Hashiva. That's pretty bad luck. So what does she do? She crosses the road. So what did I do? 
I crossed after her. And I went up to the student. I said, hi, how are you? We listen to the end of the story, Caspi. I said, hi, how are you? And her head went down. Her head went down, down. Like, oh, my God. Down, down. She could have, if the earth could have swallowed her up, she would have jumped in. And I said to her, you know, I am so upset. And she kind of said, I know. I said, no, I'm not upset because of what you think. I said, you really think I don't want to speak to you because you're very genius? You really think I care? You really think that's what I think? That's what I'm looking for when I see a student in Manhattan and I'm seeing what she's looking at? I, I felt bad for myself. I said, you, you know, it's lovely to see you. I love meeting alumni in Chutzah. So you went to jeans, okay. Like I've seen jeans before. I wasn't such a fool boy when I was young. A lot of the girls I hang out with wore jeans. Uh, I've seen it before. I'm not, I, I think I'm chassis, I'm chassis, I'm chassis, I'm chassis, I'm I, I was so upset that she felt that, that she wasn't, that we all fool. We all fool. All of them. Someone who tells you they don't is a liar. They're just a liar. No time, no time for these people. We all fall. How do I get the strength, if I want, to pull myself out? I get my strength by knowing that I've been there. And if I've been there, I can go there again. And I believe that's what Sviata, oh man, God is saying, you've got to get there now on your own. You've got to get to Shavuot. I brought you out of Egypt because you were in dire straits. I had to get you out of Egypt. Now, get yourself out of Egypt. And what is going to give you the, the what is going to give you the inspiration to do it? Because you had that first out of Pesach. I brought you out. I showed you the light. You've seen it. So now go get it. That's everywhere. You know that as well as I do. You can bring examples. We're not going to do it because your Monday night will go down the drain. But you, we can bring examples in your life where the minute you did something once, you, you, it broke something inside of you and you knew you could do it. And it gave you the belief. And when, when you sometimes lose belief, and we all lose belief. And we all lose direction. You just got to know you can. You, you've done it, you can do it. If a girl here read a pillar in Megillah Esther, she, she's done something. She can do it again. You've done, you might not want to do it. You might have the car to go through the But you've done it. And if you've done it, you can do it again. And, and that, that's what the Torah, I believe that's what God wants from us. He wants us to do. He wants us to do it on our own. And, and, and ladies, I, I want to coin a phrase which is, which is not the original phrase. The original phrase by Tennyson was, better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all. But I want to coin the phrase into another famous phrase, which is, better to have tried and failed than to have never tried at all. You have to try. You have to try. And and people who fail are people who are trying. And there's nothing wrong with failing. As long as you, you hold the belief within you that you can get to Shavuot, that you can get there. And Sriyat it's about, it's about that. It's about building it up. It's a total Kharamite. And it connects Pesach to Shavuot. But the difference is, and if you remember, and I will finish this, sorry. If you remember... There's no Marib now, so I'm not in a rush, right? But in the winter, I have to go to Marib. It's too light for Marib. So I'm okay till 740, but... <laughs> 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 oh, tell me you've missed the sense of music. That never goes on so bad. The sense of music is always... Remember, I said you are on Purim. The, 
the beginning of the Jewish year is Pesach. Pesach brought Shlemtus out of Egypt. The Geula was by God. Purim, we did the Geula. Uh, it's Mordechai, it's Amisel, it's Esther. And that's always the way. Uh, that's always the way. The way that God shows us the way that I think, far be it from me to, to speak in God's name, but I think, I think our, his expectation of us is, is that we try and do it. And, and what should inspire us to do it is the knowledge that we've been there. Okay, thank you.